Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Juan, you know, one of the biggest issues right now in, in all of trade compliance is country of origin. Boy, that, that is just a hot, hot issue with everything that's going on right now. I would agree with you 100%, Steve. Obviously, with the uh, new Trump administration, uh, we've been hit with the 232 tariffs first, then the 301 China tariffs, and then also some new dumping cases that have recently been introduced, which they all revolve around getting the origin correctly, making sure that whatever origin you're going to declare is accurately being done. So never in my life have origin been in the forefront as it is today in international trade. Yeah, I would agree with you. Origin is certainly, I think, the big hot topic. And with all these additional duties, origin is pretty much what's going to drive it. I agree. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Master's Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Juan Moreno. Hi, Juan. Hi, Steve. I'm the Director of Trade Compliance here at Zizzer Group, where I've been here for the last 11 years. I originally started working for a maquiladora and a brokerage company a few years back. I'm excited to be joining Steve today for this important topic. Well, today's topic on trade compliance, we're going to talk about kind of country of origin and the rules of origin as they apply. We'll talk about what the origin of a product is. We'll talk about the rules of origin, specifically substantial transformation, and also why those rules are clearly so, so important. First question really is, what is origin one? I mean, you really think about origin, what is the basic concept of origin? Well, basically, Steve, when we ask that question, we're really asking where um, basically the product was manufactured, was produced, basically where the product was essentially born, where it started, basically. Where it became what it really finally is exactly and what it is that you're importing into the country so that is basically how origin um, is why origin is important and how we need to address it so essentially when you look at origin and you talk about an origin of a product where something was created manufactured typically we say formed uh, became what it was generally things that are generally not origin typically obviously when we say not origin obviously if you were to kit something uh, more packaging. of a simple assembly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Packaging even, kitting stuff together. Basically, where you don't do a whole lot of processing, a whole lot of assembling, or where, where you're merely just uh, doing a, a very superficial process to that item, that's really where origin doesn't get triggered for any type of change, Steve. That's right. So so what we want to talk about a little bit today is kind of the, the rules of origin and what we're going to find – primarily focus on today is what we call substantial transformation. Now, Mm -hmm. I will say this, that these rules of origin, certainly substantial transformation, has been around for a very long time. Long time. But until literally the last year, uh, we didn't hear a lot about it. I mean, it was there. We all kind of knew what it was. But for the most part, origin didn't have a huge impact. If you got the origin wrong, yeah, your marking might be wrong, but it really didn't impact duty. I agree. And today, boy, that origin has a huge impact on duty when you look at everything going on with China and the 301 duties or even those 232 duties on the aluminum and the steel. 
And now you're right. The proliferation of dumping cases, uh, never seen as many as we're seeing today. It's growing and growing and growing. And, of course, those duties on some of those dumping cases are extremely high. They can be, yes. All origin-driven. That is correct, Steve, yes. Uh, again, very important. You want to get that origin correctly. Many times we have helped companies uh, basically get out of an unfavorable origin. So even though you might think that your origin is correct, highly recommend that you relook at that and really confirm that that origin is what it should be. Now, when you look at origin, we talk about this concept of substantial transformation. And substantial transformation is simply defined as the last country in which the good was converted into a new and different article of commerce. Essentially, it became, like we said earlier, what it is. That's correct, Steve. Yes, and basically it's where the product gets converted into the end item that you're ultimately going to be importing into the United States, where it becomes what it is, essentially. Now, what we've seen, a lot of things, of course, could be quite simple. A uh, simple change of origin, for example, if you took rubber from China and then you uh, took that rubber from China and you sent it to Japan and you created a tire, obviously that tire country of origin would be Japan. Japan, yeah. because essentially it was substantially transformed. It went from rubber into a tire. Exactly. That is a transformation. Uh, another example, uh, if we were to take unglazed tiles, um, and let's say unglazed tiles from India, and we send them to China and we glaze them. Okay. Would that be a transformation? Uh, probably not, Steve. Glazing is sort of considered more of a finishing process. So whenever we have a finishing process, typically that does not result in a substantial transformation. So in this case, for that example, those tiles, those would be based, basically the origin would be based on where they were manufactured prior to the glazing process was even applied. So in that case, when there were unglazed tires coming from India, even India. though you did that additional work in China, it's still India, India would correct. be the country of origin. So one thing you got to remember, just because you did a process in another country, and like you said, Juan, hey, you did a, a finishing operation, you did a packaging, you did a kitting, uh, even an assembly operation, because I will tell you right now, Customs has been looking at most assembly operations and simply saying, no, an assembly operation does not result in a substantial transformation. And generally, when they see an assembly operation one, what do they typically do? They kind of have to reach back and, and focus on what? Basically, assembly operations, for them to qualify for, as a substantial transformation, they're looking for what they call meaningful and complex operations. A whole lot of investment in terms of resources, skill, uh, money, all of that that plays a role in determining really whether your operation of assembly is considered simple or complex. If you do have a complex operation of assembly, you're meeting substantial transformation. Well, you may meet yeah. it. Mm -hmm. But lately, what has Customs been doing? They've been even going beyond that. That's and they've right. been saying assembly, even when it's complex and even when it's difficult and even when we think it's actually quite meaningful, they've Not been enough. reaching back yeah. and they've been saying, no, we're going to focus on that one component That's right. and the origin of that one component that represents the essence, basically, or what we typically know as the essential character within that item. Basically. That's right. They've been going out and looking at the origin of all the components that go into that assembly and focusing on that one. A good example of that was, let's say you had a wire harness and you're making a cable assembly, and let's say you're assembling that cable assembly 
in China. You're actually putting the cable assembly together. Uh, you're bringing in cable from Taiwan. You're bringing in connectors from Vietnam. And you're assembling that whole cable assembly in China. Well, they're going to say the essence or the essential character of that is the wire in that particular case. That's basically what Customs has concluded. And even though the wire might not be the most expensive or the most uh, crucial from a, from a function perspective uh, of that item, Customs still considers the wire to be the most important, the essential character of that item, basically what gives it its essence. So essentially in that case, when that wire, that cable was coming out of Taiwan, that that became the country of origin, even though you did all that operation and all that processing in China, it still became a central character or the essence, Taiwan, for country of origin purposes. So we've been seeing a lot more rulings issued that way. In fact, they probably have issued well over 100 rulings just in the past 12 months dealing with this concept of essence. And it's interesting, Juan, you're right. They're not using really essential character. No. We know that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah. They're using this word essence. essence, which they had never really used before. But it's interesting when you monitor what Customs has been doing over the last 12 months, they've kind of come up with this terminology and they use it in ruling after ruling after ruling. They keep repeating it. Yeah, for, which is good. We like Customs to be consistent, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, the one thing about substantial transformation, we will say this, again, sometimes the essence is quite easy to pick. And sometimes the essence is quite complicated yeah, and difficult great. to pick. Yeah. And the challenge with substantial transformation, it can be subjective, yes. kind of case by case. So certainly we'd recommend that you take a really hard look at your operation. Your processes. Look yes. at exactly what you're doing, where you're sourcing all those components. If you're doing an assembly operation, take a super hard look. Because I will tell you, nine out of ten times, assembly is not going to do it. At no. least that's the way they've been going. I agree. I agree. And so if, if you're doing a forming operation, more of a significant manufacturing operation, uh, a molding operation, uh, really creating something from scratch, you'll probably be fine. But boy, if you're just doing an assembly operation, and if you're using a lot of China components, particularly if those China components are the most important components, what's going to happen? You're probably going to have an origin of China for that item and obviously be subject to the 301 tariffs. So yeah, you and guys you know, got to be careful. You, you know, the that. one thing that you have to remember with the 301 tariffs, it's not about where you ship it from. No. It's the country of the origin. origin. So yeah. if you create that product in Mexico, but essentially the essence is China, country of origin is China, and you owe 301 duties. And that's just is what it is. I mean, that's the way these rules work. So definitely take a hard look. Um, this is a critical, critical issue simply because of the duty impact. Duty impact. The reporting impact. The reporting. Obviously, you need to declare an origin correctly at the time of importation, regardless of whether there's tariffs or duties involved. So it's like, again, it's an item that you have to get right. And more importantly, now that ever, more than ever today. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely important, and we wanted to share that with you. That's certainly one of the hot topics that we've been focusing on a lot. We think all of you should begin focusing a lot more on country of origin because it is becoming a hot issue. So I want to thank all of you for participating today and joining us on the Master's Method Podcast, and thank you, Juan, for sharing your information and recommendations. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye, Gwen. everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method Podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm 
and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.